Every three seconds, there's a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name or even selling your personal info on the dark web. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but with LifeLock, it's easy to help protect yourself. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello there, listeners. This is Jim McKee's bartender coming to you from Key Largo. I'm sorry, I left the music on, didn't I? Oh, it sucks sometimes. But I hope that just adds to you know, your listening pleasure. You say, hey, this guy isn't, he's been doing this for years and he still fucks up. You know? It'd be like, yeah, you think, you think after four or five years, four or five years, is it before? Gosh, I thought it was four years last year. 2017 and yeah, it's well, it's going to be the fifth year this April. So we're four years into the podcast, and 490 episodes. You figured the guy would know what he what the fuck he's doing, but you know, it's just the way things are. That's it. You know, we're in a, a different media that's been for at least 20 years, 30 years. How long has podcasting been around? Well, it's just recording and then putting it on. People do that, have done that all the time. For, since the invention of radio, I guess, 19, 17, 18, 19, over 100 years, right? Now, this is a different media. But this is Jim the Keys bartender coming in from Key Largo. And it is a beautiful day. Beautiful. Uh, You know, I always get this. I know there's a thing, a nomenclature for calling it partly sunny, partly cloudy. I like mostly sunny. Mostly sunny. If you can see the sun and there's some clouds and get some shade, it's good to have some clouds every so often. You need a little shade. You can't have just the sun beating down you the whole time. It's harmful. A lot of UV rays, right? And if you don't use any SPF, you you know, you kind of fucked. I'm sorry, a lot of F notes today. I should cut back on that, right? Well, the roads have recently, because of the close proximity of tropical activity, I'm, I'm using my words Right? I'm choosing my words carefully. I don't want to... At most, I think Fred is now a tropical storm. It's hitting the uh, Gulf Coast. And people can die from that. I know it's serious and stuff like that. And then we have Grace. And Grace is on the other side of Cuba. And it's tracking across the uh, short path across the Gulf of Mexico to the Yucatan. Hit Yucatan. Go back into the Gulf of Mexico. And back into Mexico. And then we got something over near Bermuda. Just, what, er, Henri? I think it's Henri, a French name or something like that. Or Hervé. I'm not sure. It's an H. And it looks like we're going to get the I 
when I say I, the I, the letter I, not the I, E, I, E, E, Y, E, E, I, E, I, E, I, O, I guess I was trying to go for. But I mean, the I, letter I, pretty soon, which is more so than 2017. So we had that 2017, that happened September 9th. It is now August 17th, I think, August 17th. And uh, yeah, Tuesday, a week from now is the 24th. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of activity. There should be another one probably. Definitely should be in the next three weeks. To bring us back the eye, probably not. Probably in the next week, we'll have some development. But when you look on the roads, it looks like people are coming back. Uh, a lot of the workers, a lot of maybe the job sites that may have were temporarily closed down and things like that, because there was so much traffic going south. The schools have all started up already, so it's naturally a little busier because of the road, uh, the schools and the school buses. And the school bus is going down the main road and everything stops when there's school bus, which I don't argue with and not complaining about and makes complete sense. But it was very, very busy today, the roads. And uh, the signals and all that stuff, they were seem to be working fine. But I, what I didn't notice with all the traffic, I didn't notice the uh, traveling of trucks with towing boats behind it and when trucks are towing boats it's kind of like a symbol of confidence in the ongoing hurricane season meaning people pull their boats out and they say ah the season's over I'm going to leave my I'm going to take my boat out I'm going to bring it up home so I can secure it it's not sitting in a canal or on boat lift down in in the Keys so once we start seeing the boats come back in, you know, there's people probably this weekend, we'll probably get a lot of them, but that'll be people that just bring their boats down and drop them in the water and then take them out and take the boats back. We're talking about the people that have summer or vacation rentals here and they leave the boats down here. So the, a lot of those left, a lot of those left. And once we start seeing the ones come back and probably see it, may see it this weekend. But the flying in traffic is probably going to be dropping off too because of the close calls, right? It's like as if Wyoming was, let's say if Wyoming was all on fire or Montana, there were forest fires. And it's, you're going to Billings, Montana, right? And all the fires are someplace else in Montana, but you hear that there's fires in Montana. Well, you might not go to Billings, Montana, because of all the fires in the rest of Montana, which would be a mistake or not a mistake, considering you may say, oh, well, if it's burning, the rest of it's burning, what if that started burning? Okay, well, I understand that. So, and I don't blame the people. We, We eventually needed to have a slowdown to give some people a break. I Luckily, I had my vacation two weeks ago but it came right at the, towards the end I held on for that other people I know did their vacations a little earlier 
we did one last August for like four days, I think. Yeah, what well, I'm thinking about the four days. I know it was last August. And it was uh, good, but we had waited 11 months for another time off after this stuff may have been a little stretching it because we were getting raggedy at the end of it. And I think we'll talk about that a little later. I had a, uh, a nice message from some friends up north in New Jersey and Philadelphia proper. Uh, Carol uh, and Frank. Not, they're not together, not a couple, but they're two friends from up north. And Carol asked me about a I think she, she was asking me, I've been down here for a while in, in the Keys in Florida which she, 14 years. And she asked me a general question. I don't know if it was about Florida man or Florida people themselves or about just my general idea of Florida. And Frank commented on generating Florida man uh, by, you know, just putting Florida man in Google and your birth date. Oh, what's this? Oh, I wrote, I said Google and Google popped up. Yeah, you're always fucking listening, aren't you? It's just like if I say Alexa, you hear Alexa go, what? Um, for you. But he said, you put that Google in and it comes up with a story. And my story, what was my story here? And I'll address, I'm going to address what uh, to say. Interesting. I'm a... Okay, Jethro. I don't know if Jethro is the one. Jethro is a, is a picture. Is a guy with... It looks like a cigarette's popping out of his face. Is that a cigarette? It's a Florida man. It's a guy wearing you, um, a United States flag shorts or pajamas hold, uh, holding a automatic weapon and an alligator in his right hand and cigarette. And he's got one of those camouflage hats on. Yep, that's Arthur's Jethro. Pasco Proud, representing Pasco County. I know a few of these crazies. Oh, okay, this website. This is his website. So, this one story, when I put my birthday in, and I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to... Well, my birthday is August 24th. And I put August 24th in... The Florida resident is accused of threatening a colleague with a paper knife over controversy over Christian music. Caleb Taylor Robinson, 26, was in a big pun. Now, I don't know how I missed this because this is the keys and I should have this news. Where he and a colleague cooked hamburgers, drank beer, and listened to music in a warehouse. Well, he's doing it in a warehouse in Big Pine Key, you know. The MPs, the Monroe, I don't know who the MPs are. The MPs said Robinson demanded to change the music to Christian, but his colleague refused. According to a report, it was then that Robinson used a box knife to threaten a man. Now, a box knife is not, unless it's a, a knife made from a, a paper knife. If they're talking about a box cutter, Box cutter is pretty fucking dangerous. So it's so the, the the victim retired to the bathroom, which and called emergency service. Retired. That's a nice way of running and screaming to the bathroom and locking yourself in. While in the bathroom, Caleb Robinson knocked the 
uh, knock down the door and cause an estimated $200, 200 to $400 damage, the sheriff's office said. The MPs found Robinson at the edge of the warehouse, sleeping in the backseat of the car. The MP said Robinson claimed that he prophesied hell to the MP for pointing his flashlight at him. Hmm, okay. Other, I guess, MPs, motor patrolmen or uh, whatever, uh, Monroe police. Other MPs heard Robinson say, prophecies all hellish pain for them. Robinson then told MPs that he had a vision that his colleague would be seriously hurt at the construction site, then said that he would cut the man's throat and throw him to a wood chipper. I don't know why that's funny. Robinson argued that the sacrifice, sacrifice's actions caused Satan to manifest within him. Robinson was arrested. Oh, well, that's really... Let's pick another one. Let's see March. Let's see what this other one... Let's just pick March 21st. A fishing light, Florida. Vero Beach, Florida. A fishing light is causing a wave of internet after a man claimed a Vero Beach woman sprayed him with a hose and told him he couldn't fish near her house because she owns water. Okay. Jose Ortiz, who is from New Jersey but lives in Melbourne, told WPEC-TV that he regularly fish alongside the A1A State Road south of Sebastian Bay, Sebastian's Bay and has never experienced any problems. He said that he was on public property last week when Joyce Katabi Kitabi, yeah. A nearby landlady started yelling at him. Kitabi told the news station that Ortiz had invaded through several holdings and fished from the shore. In the video, Ortiz asked Kitabi if she owned all the water at the pier, and she said yes. She then grabbed the hose and started pouring water on Ortiz, although she claimed she did not spray it directly. Okay, well, that's... That's not that crazy. I've seen crazier. Let's see. Do you have any other ones? Oh, this is a couple. A Florida man snapped a selfie after police say a semi-pro golfer's wife shot him following the termination of their affair. Oh, Tampa Bay Times. Oh, I like this one. Saucy. Miche Simpson, a wife of semi-pro golfer Rhett Simpson, had been having an affair with 23-year-old Andrew Nall until shortly before August 19th shooting. Detectives found several inmate pictures of them together, and she was paying the rent for Davis' apartment, the Times reports. On the night of the shooting, police say Null tried to enter Simpson's $1 million home like he usually would by deactivating the alarm system. Since they had broken things off and Simpson was seeking a protective injunction against had changed the code to keep him from getting in. When Simpson saw him inside her home in the middle of the night, she instinctively fired her gun and then called 911. Noel, who a friend told police, was a little slow, survived the shooting, but first he took a selfie while bleeding on the floor. Always the smart thing to do, taking a selfie, you know, smiling when you're bleeding on the floor. But thank you, Frank, for that. And uh, Frank, uh, quickly point out, probably... Frank thought it would probably perfectly fit into it, uh, the Florida man thing, and he's probably surprised there isn't a story about me. I mean, I did have a 
uh, Florida man, not exactly a Florida man story, but pretty interesting. Florida man driving down the road with a convertible Sebring convertible, obviously convertible Sebring convertible, obviously Sebring convertible. I'm driving northbound through Rock Harbor, which is technically Key Largo, but that's the neighborhood Rock Harbor. And I get pulled over by Monroe County's finest. And they're very nice. And the person comes up and says, listen, I don't know if you noticed, but this, and by the time he says, do you notice? I notice smoke coming out of my, from under my hood. And that's what he was referring to. And I don't know why. He must have saw it. He must have not made it under my hood. It may, must have been coming from the back. I don't know how he saw it. And I didn't see it coming out of the you know car itself. So we opened the hood of the car, both me and the sheriff's deputy and there's smoke and all of a sudden my car engine starts catches a fire and I look at him and say hey do you have a fire extinguisher and he goes yeah yeah he grabs a fire extinguisher put it out and he looks over and he goes you don't have an you don't have a cat for your oil and yeah and I had just I don't know what happened I guess maybe I didn't secure it enough or something like that and it fell off and the oil started splashing around and fell on some hot parts of the, you know, I drove after a couple of miles, it got hot enough that it started smoking. And when I introduced some more air, it started on fire. But that's, I guess that's not a real Florida one, Florida man one. So Carol asked me, she says, I've been down here for a while. What do you, what do I think about that? Is, is North Florida, Central Florida, South Florida, where you are worse? And I go, hmm, that is a good question. Now, from what I know, and this is antidotal once again, most people aren't like that. Otherwise, the whole state would have fucking broken off and sunk into the Atlantic and Caribbean Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. It just would have been like a, a zombie apocalypse. People running around with their hair on fire, their you know, bear traps on their crotches. Uh, uh, things blowing up, gas stations blowing up, uh, you know, gunfire in the air. It would be all like that, certainly, if we've had approached 20, 30% of the residents were like the crazy stories you hear down here. But fortunately, I think the current population, 27 million, it's just a small percentage of people, but they seem to really draw attention down here in Florida. I don't know if people are attracted to it because they see the story and they say, well, that's not so unusual. You know, for like the story you may have heard about uh, down here several years ago, we had a guy walking down the street who was masturbating and he stopped and he told the police that he was making his way to the Lover's Boutique, which is an adult store, to buy a DVD and he was wanted to take care of himself he was excited and he wanted to take care of himself which was interesting that he used that as a defense meaning that you're he should have said no 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 I was just going I was urinating that's what he should have said I was walking urinating because then people say that wasn't a purpose but when he when he attached a sexual thing to it it's already Whatever, it just changes it 
the perception of the act. If you're walking down the street masturbating and stuff like that. You, do you want to be a sex offender or you want to just get busted for public indecency? I don't know if it's the same thing as a sex offender or not. But taking, you know, peeing in public. You can just say I was peeing in public. You know? I mean, that would have been my first go-to instinct. But to volunteer all that information. Plus, you're getting a fucking DVD. You're... You have a VCR, but not a computer or internet where you can just, like, who does who buys porn anymore? It's free. It's on the internet. You know, if needed, you needed to, what would you call it? You needed to jerk one out? I'm sure there's plenty of websites that you could find at no problem. So, but obviously this guy wanted to go through, I mean, if you're buying a DVD, he could have paid, he could have paid for a little internet. I mean, it's just a re a misallocation of resources for the fella. Typical, typical. And there's other things that happen in other states that seem like Florida man stuff, right? Like the guy, I think it was Texas or Louisiana that he was, you know, jumped into a bayou that had a sign on this restaurant deck that said, please don't swim in the bayou because of an aggressive large aggressive alligators in there and the guy says fuck that alligator and you know what happened alligator fucked him I don't know if it actually fucked him but it it took care of him or a alligator took care of him it may not have been that one in particular you know you got one aggressive al- alligator who's to say there's not one it's like saying you know you're going to a bad neighborhood there's only one bad guy in this neighborhood no there's probably a bunch of them so what I'm suggesting is that it's a small percentage of people. I didn't really get to the point of suggesting it yet, Carol. But I think they're spread out pretty good. There's different things that happen in greater numbers in different parts. Like the central part of the state, it seems like, and north, seems more like crystal meth stuff. But they got that down here too. But there's a lot of coke and marijuana things and I'm not knocking marijuana but alcohol related there's a hall of fame for it we got um, they, uh, they got a uh, social media page called the Florida Keys Wall of Shame and it shows how some people act down here it's normally bad behavior not that's necessarily Florida man behavior uh but, I mean, we've had... Oh, okay, here's a classic. We have this site down here on Lower Matacumbe. I think it's Lower Matacumbe, the geographically. A little uh, about, you know, up to like a mile marker seven, between 72 and 75, I think. It's called, or 78. I don't know, whatever. But they're narrow of the uh, key and on one side it's called Ann's Beach and there's another one called Indian and a little further down it's called Indian uh, Key Fill and that's where they filled up uh, you know the waterway so they could put down Route 1 and there's small beaches there and what happens we'd have poor poor people in the lower session economic level from Miami certain people not all of them 
I mean, there's people down here too, but they got better places to go. So they come down here for a party and they bring their little grills and stuff like that. And they trash, they trash that area. They just, I mean, it's not set up for, um, it wasn't set up for visitors. So they don't have trash cans there and stuff like that. So, but, but people just come in and park and start doing this thing and they leave their shit all over the place. And when I say shit, I'm not being metaphorical. They actually leave shit. There's a great video of a guy just, squatting down taking a shit and a guy in a boat just driving by and goes hey nice nice good job buddy you know just taking a shit right on the side of the off the side of the road on these big um, pieces of concrete just squatting there and that is not a surprise you know we got all sorts of things down here you know we get the meth heads and the but we get people like that you know they're low budget travelers and people have a tendency because they, they're not speaking English. Because if you go more further up the state, you'll find poor people who happen to look um, that are gringos, right? Or white people. You go further up. And that's where it gets more. Down here, your bad behavior has something, you know, more of a Latin tilt. But you go to mid-state, north of it, it's white Every so often, black people, and the black people seem to be relatively immune to it. They're more like bystanders in this circus that is Florida, right? Because you don't see a lot. Sometimes, you know, they, the guys get busted, you know, especially anybody in lower socioeconomic, they get busted for property crimes, drug crimes, and things like that. And that um, but the real crazy ones, the crazy ones are, are, are white and Latins down here, the ones that really get crazy busted when you see the crazy pictures and all that stuff so I have to say it's a small percentage most people I meet here are reasonable they would not shoot someone because they would not give them a can of beer which a woman called the sea hag did down here in the Keys Uh, I don't know if she was homeless or in between homes or something like that but she was at there was they were outside, maybe around a campfire or whatever they were doing, drinking. And she asked for a beer, couldn't get it. And she, but she didn't have a beer, but she did have a gun. Which she probably could let, you know, because people would have traded. She could have traded her ammo for some beer. Because people prize that stuff down here. Got a lot of guns. Got a lot of guns in, the, in Florida. Kind of like Texas. Or like Texas, Georgia... Louisiana, Mississippi, a lot of fucking guns, a lot of stupid things going on. So, we got that. We got your Florida man thing. But it's not, it's it's just, you know, if, you, if it's less than 1% interactive, that will fill up your news. The pay, less than 1% of the people are like that. But maybe not. Maybe not. I used to think for some reason... I know I'm not supposed to get political. People say, why do you get so political on this stuff? And it's just the way I feel. I'm the Keats bartender and this is what I do. People come and start volunteering their opinions at the bar to me. And I feel the need when I get the opportunity to air my opinions. And this anti-mask, all this bullshit going on. Just as much in 
any other state, I guess. No more, no less. We got an asshole governor who's militantly anti-mask and is playing to his core, core base, and doing his thing. We're making it optional in the schools and stuff like that. You know, people talk about how it's hard to find workers right now. And it's talking about, oh, they're so easy to stay at home and stuff like that. Well, a lot of it has to do with the attitude of people that come in. A lot of people don't want to work because they feel threatened. Feel threatened by the stupidity of people and stuff like that. And we always thought, I always thought there was no way could a large group of people consciously go against science. I mean, they've been doing it for years down here when it comes to climate change. And we all know what happened this summer. You know, the heat, taxes, and all that stuff. And as soon as it snows, one time it fucking snows, people are going to say, oh, what happened to your fucking climate change? And then next year it'll be 110 degrees in Seattle. People go, oh, that's climate change. Okay, yeah. I mean, fucking like one snowfall. Remember the thing? One Swallow doesn't make for springtime in Capistrano. It's an old saying. One swallow does not make for springtime. You, it takes all these other things happening all over the world. Dead zones in the ocean with no oxygens and stuff like that. Forest burning and stuff like that. And all this shit. Lost you know, water out west. There's very little drinking water. And so... I'm always surprised at the amount of people that eschew scientific studies or get it from industry-based studies. Like, the Petroleum Institute for years denied climate science. They did, even though, you know, and they would hire fringes, scientists from the fringe part of the, and they would point out, oh, well, we don't, this this study doesn't jibe with what's actually occurring in this price, and this, oh, the ice shelf is not actually falling apart. You know, and, and as it's all melting, and the, the Arctic is opening up, and we're going to start fighting over the resources under the Arctic. I mean, they're going to keep on calling the Arctic when it's and when it's green up there, it's going to be some green spaces. Is there land underneath? I know Antarctica, I think they have some land under there and shit like that. Is it? Is there any land under there? Is there something? But, you know, they're going to be able to take a boat all the way across the, the polar regions. Maybe not. Maybe still take a icebreaker or something like that. But I'm always surprised at the group of people that would support go against science. And what does that really do for you? I mean, there was a whole lot of other things to argue about. But to make this science anti-science thing and be anti-vaccine, anti-mask and all that stuff. I don't get it. I don't get this anymore. We went through this in the 20th century, right? We got polio and all these diseases and shit like that. And we're screwing up. We know what to do. Most places know what to do. New Zealand just shut down the whole country. It's looking to close down because they got one case. 
Now, the rest of the world that can't fucking, you know, keep mask on and do this sh- the right shit, it's going to say, it's something we're going to have to live with. We have to live with some people dying. Or maybe, you know what? Are we supposed to care for someone who's... Are we, are we supposed to care? And when, when you... You've got to think of these optics. When you're overweight and look unhealthy and you're an anti-vaxxer, anti-mask, what kind of response do you expect from someone with similar mind who says, weren't you just telling me how this is all bullshit and masks don't work and don't do this and the vaccine, you know, you're waiting for FDA approval and stuff like that. There's, you know, FDA approval. FDA approval is not given to a lot of things that we use on a regular basis, but it looks like that's going to eventually come up. A matter of fact, in a couple of weeks, they're going to be offering booster shots, it looks like, for people. I'm going to go and get my booster shots where there's still people out there that haven't gotten there. And I'll tell you something. I have inside information. I don't give away and stuff like that. But the hospitals down here are full of patients. Down here. More so than they were at the peak. You know why? Because they're full up on the mainland. And they're not shipping them up there anymore. Because they still see the numbers going up. And you see the school districts and stuff like that. They're finally bucking the system. The, our governor in Florida has mandated that school districts cannot make mask mandatory. And that parents can write notes saying their children opt out. Why don't you opt out of seatbelts? Why don't you opt out of any Department of Agricultural safety checks on food and stuff like that? Why don't you opt out on washing your hands, washing your food, you know, after going to the bathroom? Just just opt out. Why? Because it's science. Science is lying, right? So you don't have to do any of that stuff. Drink your hydrochloroquine or bleach, whatever bullshit you do for your non-scientific people or crazy people. You know, the crazy doctor who told, you know, demon sperm is the cost uh, of the disease. Well, listen to them. They have an agenda. You know, it's not a scientist, a doctor, a health professional. If you think about it, not all of them really take the Hippocratic Oath or they don't really know what that means is. The first part of the Hippocratic Oath is first, do no harm. Now, that could be, that first one could be very easily covered by not just saying, if you don't know and you don't have something smart to say, just don't fucking say it. Don't say it. Don't say shit like, we all know that masks aren't effective. Now, they may not be 100% effective, but they do something. It's like condoms. You know, people fucking lie about that stuff all the time. When they get, when it was sexually transmitted disease, they come in there and the guy may have had multiple sex with, you know, adult entertainers and professional sex workers and all that stuff. And they may say, the doctor might say, do you use a condom? And the guy says, yes, I always use a condom. 
No, no, he probably didn't use a condom. You know? Because when done properly, when used properly, a condom works. That's a seal against that. You know, guys used to, you know, guys lied about, you know, when they were getting AIDS, you had closeted straight men getting AIDS and they didn't want to admit they were having gay sex. And not that there was anything wrong with having gay sex, I'm saying. What I'm saying, it was lie. It was, it was wrong to lie about it when they were trying to, to stop the spread of it. And to say, well, do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? Do you wash your hands? I mean, there's so many times you could slip up and get something. And if you're with these new variants, you've got to remember a virus is a living thing. And they propagate themselves quickly. So they evolve quickly. Not like humans. Humans take... You know, there's a certain amount to pass on a genetic trait. You got to mature enough so you can pass it on to someone else, right? A trait. That's why evolution takes so long in humans. Because you got to wait, let's say, 15, 16 years at the earliest before that next generation comes. And then you pass it on to the next and the next and the next. Well, viruses propagate differently. And that's day to day. Day to day, and they're livings, and they adapt. And the most, I know it's hard to people this stuff. This what I learned from biology in high school, in college, and what I read today: natural selection. The most viable life form that can survive survives, depending on the environment it's in. Obviously, you take humans and put them on the moon without any oxygen, they won't survive. You put humans on a planet with breathable air and food and water, you be watch what happens. But put someone in an environment that isn't conducive. You don't see the numbers exploding. People say, well, you know, look at India and all that stuff. In India and China, why there's so many people there and stuff like that? Well, they were civilized for years thousands of years and it took thousands of years for their country to get in the condition that it's in yes the Indus Valley in India was very lush at one time that's why they had civilization developed just like the Euphrates River Valley Tigris and Euphrates there were gardens there were perfect places for populations to begin and then when they grew too large, they exhausted the resources, much like we do in the West, like they happened in Oklahoma in the 1920s, late 1920s, early 1930s, the Dust Bowl era. It's just one of those things where development occurs in places that are marginally adaptable for human habitation. Australia. That's stuff that happens. So... Don't be surprised that the virus gets stronger because it's just running rampant. You're just letting it, we're just letting it go, letting it go, letting it go, letting it go. And it gets more virulent and things like that. Just hence Ebola. Ebola was so deadly. Remember that came about that they said, well, we, we got to nip that in the bud right away. They weren't going to fuck around with it. But people here, you know, remember when COVID first came out? It's just a flu. It's just a flu. No, it was a coronavirus. It was a novel 
coronavirus. Humans weren't used to it and they weren't ready to fight it off. Some people did, some people didn't. And what happened, it, depop- it keep, keep, kept circulating within the population and it's evolving. That's why we're the Delta. The next is the Lambda. You know, who knows what fucking... Uh, what, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta. I mean, if they get the Theta... Holy shit. Or Omega. What kind of virus would it be? And then we're sitting in Florida with a governor who suggests, like, we're going to have to live with it. We don't want to take away your freedoms. Well, you are taking away the freedoms of people to die. You're absolutely taking all their freedoms away. And some people are getting, right now, there's... The kids are getting it. The kids are in the thing. And it's up to us to look out for our kids and to tell the school boards you want, you know, consideration for other people, for the teachers. There's teachers that are teaching your kids that can't handle this. And they want that. They want mask mandates. They don't. You, your kid, your kid's healthy enough to wear a mask. And don't you want them to be thoughtful? Do you, you not want to be your kids? Well, my dad told me that it's an infringement on my free, uh, freedoms. I can't breathe. I teach. A, I'm fifty. I'll be fifty-eight next week. I teach a spin class with a mask on. And I'm working out while I'm doing it. I just ran what? I ran three and a half, three, 3.75 miles on an elliptical and rode a couple miles on the thing with a mask on. Your 12 to 13 year old, if they can't breathe, they definitely, if they can't breathe with that, they shouldn't be going to school because if they got that, they'd be dead. If they have a problem breathing. If they can't, can't handle a mask, if their lungs are that weak, they shouldn't be going to school. They should be home being homeschooled. And if a mask is going to kill them and have their freedom and making it hard, making them sick, then, you know, put them in a bubble. Put them in a fucking... You know what? Maybe they need more. Put them in a fucking plastic bubble they can't breathe, and you'll pump all the oxygen in there. I know it's the opposite of what you're trying to achieve. You know? I think ideally, they'd like to have nobody wearing a mask um, teachers carrying guns in the classroom, probably. They like that. Because, you know, the only solution to school violence or mass shootings is bringing more guns in. Makes a lot of sense. Right? Right? That makes a lot of sense. Kind of pissy on that. And while we're at it, stuff like that, since we're all pissy to stuff, a prediction, and I'm going to make a prediction, and it's not probably going to be popular. People... All these fucking, I mean, even the people that support Joe Biden, they're getting so pissy about the pullout from Afghanistan. It's going on 20 years. What do you expect to achieve when you cannot achieve it? When the Afghanis aren't going to fight. And it's a shame. Yes, the women are going to be subject. But if you're not going to fight for your women, protect your daughters and your wives... And yourself from these backward fucks who 
you got to remember, if you go back a couple years, Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump signed an agreement with the Taliban, a peace agreement with them. And now they're scrubbing off all their websites, but they did it. They legitimized legitimized the Taliban. If they're going to get solace and support and no pushback from their own population, and they're just, we give them, you know, how long do you think it would take to build an army? 20 years? It should have been ready. If you were eager to join the rank of nations, modern nations, and you don't want to be fucking medieval theocracy, then you better fight for it. You have to fight for it. We did that shit here over the Civil War. So a bunch of people that you know decided it was all right to own human beings. And people say, well, that wasn't the Civil War. Oh, well, you can fucking disagree with me on that. But, you know, it's in the Constitution of the Confederate States of America that slavery was was in that document. And they call it their particular institution, the peculiar institution ours. But once you're able to do that, you think it's all right, then obviously all the other things that you're going to do to treat mistreat humans go along with it, just like, you know, Andersonville and shit like that. The Andersonville was a Confederate prison camp where they starved Union prisoners and stuff like that. Not saying there wasn't stuff on the Union side. There weren't bad people on the Union side, but there were bigger ideas. There's bigger ideas. And we had a big idea when, I guess, with Afghanistan. We figured, get rid of the Taliban, take it away as a safe haven for terrorists, uh, and do some nation building. Well, how'd that work out? No, no nation. They're corrupt. The president, the government left Afghanistan before it fell. They did not stay behind. Just evacuated, went to Tajikistan. I don't know. The guy's going to wait there in Tajikistan and stuff like that. Eventually, probably there's going to be some, a hit squad probably going after their president because thinking that president's going to try to come back. But there was no Karzai or whatever the guy is now. Karzai was the one, Muhammad Karzai, whose brother was a, a drug, uh, a warlord, and a big-time uh, drug dealer. Fuck. That country never wanted to get serious. And yes, there were people in that country that helped. And stuff like translators and stuff like that. And we should try to do that. But you know what? What Joe saw is say, we either got to get out now or we're never going to fucking get out. It's like leaving a fucking party. And they're insisting that you come. The party's going full tilt. And they're starting, you know, the, the, the coke comes out. The crystal meth comes out. You think, well, we better fucking get out of this thing before we can. Or do you hang around? How many more? Yeah, it's a bad, it's bad imagery. It is horrible imagery right now. Us pulling out. You know what's worse? Staying in. Because there was never a solution. Everyone says, you know, we have McMaster on the news and he's saying, well, there's a way to do it. Well, why the fuck didn't you do it before? You had 20 years to do it. I had a, uh, a gentleman I knew who was a teacher in, in Philadelphia. And we were having, this is before, so this is 2004. 2004, I think. 
I had been mater dean their wedding, and we're having it. The, the guy was the groom, and we're having a drink after the, the reception. And I don't think there's another party found, so we're just hanging out with the bride and groom. And he just says, you know what? I told my buddies here and stuff like that. He was an Army reservist. He said, um, we should have just defeated him, declared victory, and left the field. Right after we get, you know, got the Taliban, let him go in there. And if we have to go in again, we're going again. We could have went in with the amount of people we lost with the initial invasion and it collapsed within a couple months. We could have went in 10 times. Went in, threw them out, did another thing, get that, get rid you know. They could have done 10 times and still wouldn't have lost the amount of resources and how much, uh, how many lives were lost. Afghani lives, U.S. lives. What's the purpose? You know, being there, being having an American flag on it is in the Islamic world. It just pisses them off. So Joe decided to leave abruptly, and you don't like the optics of it. Well, too bad. History will show, just like I said with the thing. History will show who is right and who is wrong. Just like Vietnam. We stayed there a little too long. Well, not as long as this. But luckily we didn't, you know, it wasn't jungle warfare and stuff like that. But it was still pretty bad. You don't, the, the plans to have the military tell you about nation building. The military knows nothing about nation building. Military should specialize in destroying other militaries. That's their job. And you have other guys that come in. The military does not, that's not their designation. We do not set up constitutions and things like that. Now, you can go and say, hey, didn't MacArthur do that after World War II in Japan? Well, Japan was a modern country at that time. Their main thing was the, the worship of the emperor, the god-emperor thing. And setting up a constitution gave the intellectual class, spread the power out more, and invested people in that form of government. And instead of being like a real tight pyramid, with at the top you have the emperor and then the people under him and then some of the wealthy people and stuff like that, you just made it a little wider. Afghanistan wasn't able to do it. You had the warlords at the top, you got the Taliban, you got the religious leaders, and you have some fuckers that they don't want to have to, you know, I don't know what the deal is, why, I mean, they're violent motherfuckers, that's all they are. Throwing gay people off roofs of buildings and stuff like that, that's ISIS. But they did the same thing. You know, years ago before we took over, they... They were blowing up some these old Buddhist uh, statues, right? I mean, they, they were just destroying it because it was graffiti to their own country, their own heritage. They just went, fucked it over. It's like people blowing up the Washington Monument. If you ever see The Handmaid's Tale, Abraham Lincoln was uh, destroyed in that. They just totally screwed it up. I wonder what would happen if those guys won on January 6th, the ones that, if that was 
bigger than it was and they were able to get a couple representatives and stuff like that and maybe hold them hostage and stuff like that. I wonder what would have happened in Washington, D.C. I mean, is there anything there that's sacred to them? Obviously not. They shit on stuff. I don't mean to be negative and stuff like that and I know this is kind of counterproductive to that but I do appreciate it. I, need, I felt the need to have to say that. I'm tired of hearing it in a bar. Dopey people seizing on the moment of things that were done stupidly over years and they have to be fixed and they want it fixed their way if it's going to be fixed. They're going to complain either way. No, we should never leave Afghanistan. We should never leave Iraq or we should leave Iraq and we should leave Afghanistan. Whatever they fucking want. They, they weren't able to do it. So someone else has to clean up their mess and now they're complaining about it. You know how it is. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening. Sorry for about being on my soapbox. Um, I'd like to say thank you to all my listeners, especially my friends in, in Warsaw, Krakow, uh, Turnoff. Thank you. Um, I'd like to thank my listeners in Canada. We had some in Saudi Arabia, India, um, and these other countries. Florida, which is a country unto itself. Delaware. Mainly my dad and my sister and all that stuff. No, my sister's in Maryland. So I'd like to thank you for listening. Please share the show with your friends. And listen, if this is streaming on... I, there's This show is available on these... I don't think I get feeds from all of it. I think they just... People copy and post it on there, stuff like that. So I probably have more listeners than I think. If you want to contact me, not all my information comes through to you but if you want to contact me contact me at jim at keysbartender.com check my social media sites you can message me on those that's keysbar on facebook keysbartender on twitter keysbartender on instagram uh like and share the uh, stories that share share the podcast with your friends I know. I do this. I guess as a clearinghouse to get pissed, people pissed off. They go, "Fuck you! You you should not be doing politics on this stuff." And I said, "Well, wait a second. I can do whatever I want. I do not currently have a sponsor right now. And if someone's pretending to be a sponsor of mine, they're not. Like I think I, I show up on Forty Three Keys Media, which used to be um company that would do." Um, you know, we're supposed to do promotion for my podcast. Never did it and stuff like that. And I still show up and it's supposed to be a year. And it's been over a year. I told myself, we're not doing it anymore. I want, you know, I want that. I want to be off your website. Stop po- posting my episodes. They never really talk to me. So um, don't, don't listen to it on that platform, please. On 43 Keys of Me. If you do get it on that. Try to pick it up. There's free on everything. But you don't have to listen to air commercials and stuff like that. I don't get anything from them. They are just using the show. And eventually, I I may seek some legal recourse to get them out. Because we had, they're, they're in violation of the original contract. Oh, and that's enough for me bitching today. I'm sorry about that. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye.